Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. <laughs> I know we gonna we gonna talk about this is gonna be um I don't know I'm feeling feisty today. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good because I want to talk to these entrepreneurs. I saw that motivational inspiration you gave them today about never giving up being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> let them know. I'm gonna let them know the flip side of that too, because all that glitters is not gold. How about that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh-huh. Dr. Karen Dodd, Ruby okay. Girl, how you okay. doing? I'm fine. How are you? I can't complain about nothing, except for this weather. We're not used to this in San Diego. Girls, raining buckets. Is it? <laughs> but knock the power out because the water went in the underground vault. It's just a mess. Oh, wow. Mess. But you know what? It's still a first world problem. I'm looking yes. for my postcard. Here we go. It's green today, brains. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains right here. This is the Spizot, the place where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. From time to time, brains, I let y'all in the room. Here, this that's Dr. Karen Heron. I have to say it correctly, God. Uh, and she is... um. Just a, a heck of a woman with an inspirational story. She founded this movement called the Ruby Girls. And she's going to tell us what that's all about. She's got a blog talk. Is it a blog talk show, a video? Because I know you do video and audio. So she does great commentary. She's got a merchandise line, Brains. She's an author, a speaker. And she just got that DR put in front of her name. We're going to talk about all that and then some here on the edge. Welcome, Karen. How are you? I'm doing fine, Miss April. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff, but let my brains uh, get a taste of who you are that don't already know you. Okay. My name is Karen Dye. I am the CEO of His Designs, LLC. My Proverbs 31 t-shirt brand is called Ruby Girl. And so I am creatively bringing Christ to the world. Whatever God's put in my hands and my head and my heart to do, I definitely will do it. God puts a lot on our hearts. Uh, but, you know, some people can't carry the load. And a load you have had to carry. I went back and did a little research and I saw one of the uh, keynote speeches that you gave, presentation talking about your overcoming uh, abuse as a child and neglect but that uh, tell us a little bit about that and then I'll ask my next question well my first um, traumatic incident that I suffered was when I was three years old and my father used to watch me while he worked so one day I was I had sneaked out of the house I was playing in the backyard and I heard these voices in the bushes so I went back in the clearing and you would think as a three-year-old I would have went to my father first but my father and my mother would fight and I had just made up my mind at three years old that I was going to take care of myself, that I didn't need them. So I went back there and as I went into the clearing, 
it was men and women back there and they were having sex. Yes. I, I it was a hookup spot I had walked into. <laughs> and so this man and this lady was walking together and you know, I'm standing there three years old and I'm like, what are you doing? And the man decided to show me what they were doing. <laughs> So that day I came back to the house. I was all muddy and everything. And my father never noticed that there was, you know, anything different about me or anything. And so um, he noticed that I was sneaking out, out of the house and he stopped me. But eventually he had to go back to work in the daytime. So he sent me next door to my neighbors to watch me. And while I was there, their son molested me. So that day, her the son molested me. I ran out the house. I remember going to my house, reaching in the mailbox, getting the key, and locking myself in the house. And um, I stayed in the house till my, my father came home. But you know, as children, we can keep secrets. I never told anyone until I was an adult what had happened to me. Wow. And so that suppressed trauma didn't destroy you but it motivated you and molded you into the woman that you are today. Speak to some of your accomplishments. I mean, you've got your honorary doctorate, you've got business, you work in a nine to five uh, and, and motivating people. That's a lot of heavy lifting sister. You know what it is, but you know what keeps me going? Because I remember being that little girl that wanted somebody to notice that I was in pain, that wanted to help me through my pain, but everybody just kind of overlooked me, didn't pay me any attention. So that's why I work so hard because I know there was a lot of little girls like me, they're adults now, they're still struggling with the pain. It took me actually, I would say, um, the, tr the first trauma happened when I was three, but it took me until I was 51, got on a national stage and told my story that I was totally deliberate and was accepting of everything that had happened to me when I was younger. So that's why I work so hard to encourage other people. I understand what depression is. Mm -hmm. I understand what it is to um, not love yourself. I know what it is to even try suicide. I've been down that whole path, but by the grace of God, God has always connected me with people when I got adults that spoke into my life. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, they spoke a blessing into it. Entrepreneurship and running a business. Girl, so we're going to go back and forth on this. You just gave a dynamite, inspirational speech to uh, some tips, seven minutes worth of magic brains. Go back and listen to it uh, with regards to being an entrepreneur, never giving up, making that first million dollars. But see, what people don't talk about is the flip side of that, okay? I remember the first time I made my first six figures. Oh, yes, I've lived, honey. <laughs> okay, uh, I was enamored. To the next year, I had to pay them taxes. And lucky for me, I was smart. I didn't trick off all my money. But see, what you have to understand, brains, is that money is energy. It is fluid. And because you want to be a millionaire, can you handle a million dollars? You know, look at your financial situation right now. Do you owe the IRS? Are you paying your taxes on time? Or are you using that little PayPal account for a personal slush fund? <laughs> you know, are you investing in your business? I mean, seriously, you know, paying to get on a podcast, paying to uh, do an advertisement, paying for some merchandise. Girl, let's go to the merchandise. Do you see this? Show them your shirt, queen. 
Okay, I'm gonna stand up just a little bit. Look at that! All that breastage. (laughs) (laughs) But check this out, Brian. I'm gonna give you education real quick. Do you see the merchandise? Do you see the merchandise? This is about brandy. You see, I got the watch. I was even awarded the bobblehead. Okay. You have to have your imprint. You have to be out there. You have to be visible. Do you know there's 8 billion people on the planet and you think everybody looking for you? You have to have exposure and there's a cost to doing business, baby. That's just the way that it is. And if you do right by me, I'm going to do right by you. Simple as that. But you know, some folks are so tight. Karen, they need a colonic. <laughs> they don't want to do nothing. And that's not smart business. Wouldn't you agree? I totally agree with you. And I, can I just go back a little bit on your story about yes. becoming a millionaire? I can tell you what my I'm passionate about becoming a millionaire because I want to make a change in my city. Mm-hmm. I live in Detroit and um this guy named Dan Gilbert, you might've heard of him. He has just taken over our downtown and just liven it up. Downtown belongs to Dan Gilbert. My passion, my dream is to have neighborhoods that belong to me and have gated communities where women and children can live safely because it's so much crime in Detroit. Like I say, it, it, it hasn't even fallen not too far from me. You know, it's been incidents. Um, matter of fact, one of my colleagues, her daughter was killed in an MSU tragedy. Oh, wow. Yes. So, and I had met the young lady. So it really affected me hard because I was like, there's somebody that was so close that I had actually met that something this tragic happened. And I said, I want to have the money to be able to step in and help people when tragedy happened, help people when they have a lack of need, provide mental health services. And so, and I want to build up the kingdom of God at the same time, because I realized we can pray all we want to, but we need money to make it for you do and you know what money is nothing more than the value that people put on it we used to use beans we used to use feathers we used to use we still use people uh you know you use all kind of cryptocurrency you use all of these things now for an exchange of value that's what you have to understand and the more you give believe it or not the more you get do you find that girl Sometimes I find I'd be in abundance and I'd be like, wow. And I, you know, I paid it forward to somebody else and I saw the reward. That's not the intention. That's not why you should do it, but it sure do feel good when you do it. (laughs) You know, I honestly, like you said, the problems that the millionaires have, even being broke comes with problems. I just want an opportunity to experience some problems that millionaires have and then be able to compare it. Was it better as a millionaire? Was it better being broke? I just have a feeling that I'm going to want to go on this side, the millionaire side. Well, you know what? I want you to be, I want you to be there and then some, but I want people to understand that it's not a pipe dream. And like you said, you got to do the work. Ain't nobody going to give you a a million dollars because you're cute. Oh yeah. You got to work and you got to be accountable. Like I said, you got to tick them boxes. Folks don't do that. They don't stay ahead of the game. And the IRS or, or the government will come in one click. Then you got to justify everything before you get anything back. So be smart with it. Learn to invest your money. Learn to make money work for you. That's the key. That's the key. Let's tell you a story. So I was broke as a joke. <laughs> and I wrote my money a letter. Girl, I got all into it. How it controlled me. How it made me mad. How it made me cry made me lie, you know, it just all kind of stuff for money. 
For some reason, I had an epiphany and I turned the paper over and my hand kept writing, girl, and it was money writing me back. Oh. Telling me why was I allowing it to be so controlling and manipulative? Uh, it was nothing more than a vehicle of exchange. I mean, I still have that letter to this day. And it was so powerful. It was so transforming that I, you know, it, it made a it made a big difference in my life. Then another time when I quit my job, we go in, I'm working at a high proud technology company. He said, but the boss said, oh, you know, well, I'll hook you up. I'll give you three, four hundred dollars cash, a couple of days off. Uh, just make me a million dollars a day. Talking to the sales team. Well, you know, I love to sell. I didn't have my own business since I was five years old. So I said, I took on the challenge. We made that joker a million dollars in one day. We got the money, all that came back to work. He gonna tell us he need a million five. <laughs> but know how he said it was so cold. He said, today's maximum is tomorrow's minimum. Mm. So, you know, there, there's no leveling out. You're always, you know, it's like happiness. You're always chasing that high. What's the next thing that's going to make me feel complete? What's the next toy? What's the next shiny object? You know, all this kind of stuff. We need to learn to be clear and to be content. Sometimes just level out. Level out. We ain't always got to be doing all of this. Just sometimes just stay in the moment because in that moment, you're still. And that's when you gather your best wisdom. That's when I hear God is when I'm still. You know, you hear folks, I'm busy. I'm busy. Busy doing what? Are you impactful, insightful, or are you just busy? What you think? I agree. I agree with what you said. It's it's that you don't focus on money. You focus on the vision yep. that you have when you have the resources of money. Money is a resource that you use. Like the Bible said, money answered all things. But I heard this preacher said, not everything. You can have money, but it came by happiness. Mm -hmm. And I got it. But money is there to help you with the resources that you need to grow your vision. Mm -hmm. And we should all have a vision. Our vision shouldn't be dollar signs. Our vision should be impact, impact, the legacy that we leave on the earth. Well, and, and to be good people. So I'm going to ask you some fun questions. Let's go. All right. <laughs> if you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be and why? I'd probably be a blender. <laughs> because I would like to just mix things up just change people I like to change people so whatever you put in the blender it mixes and it stirs up and it changes and it it just transforms that's sweet I'd be the air fryer why <laughs> because I want it crispy juicy tender and I don't want to you know I don't want to have to do a whole lot of work Oh, I don't, you know, I want to work smarter, not harder. And that's what an air fryer does. It makes you work smarter, not harder. Oh yeah. It's a game changer. All right. What are three things that you absolutely cannot live without? Guilty oh. pleasures, guilty pleasures, you know, that you don't have to be all philosophical and stuff, but what can't you live without? I can't live without my pets. I oh. have to have a pet. I am a pet person. I can't live without books. Mm. I got to have something that I'm reading, most definitely. Mm. And let me see, what's the last thing I can't, being creative. I have to be creative. If, mm. I mean, my job, no matter what I do, and it makes me different. It makes me stand out. You know, some people are that professional, straight person. I got to be the creative one that's throwing feathers over here. And they're like, why are you doing that? Oh, because feathers make it fun. That's right. It makes you happy. It makes you happy. Uh, if uh, you had three wishes, what would they be? Oh, 
<sighs> my three wishes. The first one would be that when a loved one leaves, that God allows you to have just five minutes of conversation. Whenever you want to, you just save it. And God is like, I'm going to let you dial in. And you talk to this person one more, one last time. Mm. My second wish would be that no little child would be bullied for the way they look. That people will look at everybody and see everybody as being beautiful and as fitting in. And number three would be, my wish would be to be able to go out and witness and win 50,000 souls to God. Oh my goodness. That's so heavy. We need a crane. How about that? How about that? What makes you laugh? Oh my God. I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. I love jokes. I love funny situations. And I just love seeing things so differently from everybody else. Mm -hmm. What would you tell a 25 year old Karan Dodd? I would tell a 20, I would tell her or him especially her, I would tell her that she's at a point in her life where she can make all the decisions she wants. She don't, don't look back, look forward. What do you want your life to be in 10 years? You have the time, you have the resources to start building your life exactly like you want your life to be built. All the things that you went through in the past, let it go. It's time for you to mature up and figure out exactly what you want to do in life. Start saving for your retirement now. Be wise now and, and just, get, just always learn. That's all we're telling. Never stop learning. And take a self-defense class. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's gonna be pretty sharp. So yeah, you know, she's gonna defend herself. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta um learn also too to in, in life to toughen up. You know, you can't have the people pleaser. No yeah. is a complete sentence, brains. <laughs> no. Uh so it just depends on where you are. But to have choices and to have options, that's very important. And we are the ones that made the choice and have the option. But you got a DR in front of your name. You got an honorary doctorate. Tell us about that. So it was something that I was not expecting. I have a talk show. Is it okay if I mention it? Oh, yes, okay. absolutely. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> it's called the Ruby Girl Talk. And from the Ruby Girl talk, I had a guest on and me and her really connected. And I did some things for her, like a book, book review spontaneously. And so out the blue, she calls me and she said, I'm going to nominate you for honorary doctorate. So, you know, the first thing I thought when she mentioned that it was, do I qualify for that? You know, and but as I went through the interview process, I started thinking about some things. They were asking, what, how have you impacted your community? And I remember one time I lived in this apartment building and I put my life on the line. We had dope dealers in the apartment building and they were like taking over the building. So oh, I, you had a new yeah. Jack City? Yes, it was somebody that got stabbed in, in the um, hallway. They had put gang signs up and, it, and the building just became a dark place. Hmm. And so um, I started cleaning the building just cleaning the building because it was dirty. And the dope dealer started talking to me. He said, why are you doing this? So I had the opportunity to talk to him and everything. I started a um, neighborhood watch, was able to get the dope dealers to help us clean up the building. And eventually the landlord came in and cleaned up the building. But I put my life on the line because they were oh. busting people doors in and everything. Wow. Wow. You're my shero. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's all about a conversation. And then when he saw that you started taking pride and, you know, it put it in a different perspective. Yes. And that was a great story. That is a great story. So um, you got the doctorate. Mm -hmm. And so now what are you going to do with that? How are you going to use that? Because it's a gift, you know, and you definitely is going to open some doors. Oh, definitely. It's already opening doors for me. Connection, connection with other people that um, graduated with me that day. I, my passion is to help once again, women. And so one of the things I'm doing, because I reclaimed that 2023 is the year of me is that I am helping women through the talents and gifts that I have teaching them. I have a beginner, beginner, beginner computer class coming up for two um, ladies that I know that are nervous with the computer, but they need this in order to grow their ministry in order to, um, be successful on their job. So I'm putting together programs. I'm working on a coaching pr- package right now so I can offer people coaching packages. So it's a lot of things that I want to do just to help the community. Well, that's beautiful. Then you might run for city council or mayor. <laughs> you never oh, know. Boy, you never I don't know, know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am more of a behind the scenes. I am a community person. Even in my yeah, neighborhood. Me too. I like grassroots. I know people always yes. see me in the community, but I like to sneak out and do some stuff. And I love to do the neighborhood cleanups and I'll do yes. the you know, feeding of the unsheltered and something else. So tell us about the show, the Ruby Girl Show. What is the premise uh, about, uh, you know, what are your subject matters? Who's your ideal guest? So I started it in 2020 to help entrepreneurs because we were all sitting at home. People had businesses and I was trying to connect um, the business owners with the consumers. I was like, I'm a consumer. I would love to be shopping right now. We was getting them stimulus checks and everything. So I started started, um, interviewing um, entrepreneurs. And from there, when I had went on the Sean Fair Leadership Tour, I started meeting people with so many different gifts, so many talents. I was helping people with the anthology to get it out there. And it became like a promotional thing. My ideal guest is a guest with an interesting story, a heart for the community, and most definitely an entrepreneur. You don't always have to be an entrepreneur, but I love interviewing entrepreneurs because most of them have such an interesting journey to where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, see, Brains, listen, um, I'm going to put all of um, Karen's um, information at the end of the interview here so that you can connect with her one on one because she's just really a shining light. And thank you so much for being here on the edge. We've got to show our Ruby Girl shirts. <laughs> that one more time. That's right. This represents something, Brains. And so uh, it's really from biblical principle. And so thank you so much for the work that you do uh, and continue to do. And I am going to uh, put a blessing and a prayer out for you to get that $1 million because you deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks. Go handle your business. Try to get some, get some uh, skills and sharpen up your entrepreneurial game. Check out our podcast, our information, like, love, share, and subscribe. Like, love, share, and subscribe. They say, if you say it three times, you'll remember it. Like, love, share, and subscribe here on The Edge. Thank you, Brains. Bye-bye, Karen. Bye-bye.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.